I think that we could use Jomo, which is the joy of missing out, um, and we could practice this to recognize how much love we actually have in our lives. And, you know, take a moment and express some gratitude for the good things that we have in our lives, which I think that we don't make enough time for. Like we hear about FOMO all the time, right? Like we're, we're, we're scared of missing out on events. We're scared of missing out on things on the next best, greatest technological thing that we want to buy. Um, and I really want us in this episode, I want us to talk about Jomo and I want us to find the joy in missing out on shit. Hello everyone and welcome to the ninth episode of the Sager Thing podcast with your host Christina Yance who is an ex-perfectionist and a newbie to the vulnerable thinking space and sharing our think space. Um, this is a podcast about the things that make us human where we share the most amazing awesome sexy parts of ourselves all of our accomplishments all of the things that make us badasses in the world and all of the crappy things um, that make us less fancy and less cool and, you know, that everybody, you know, probably goes through. And the objective of this podcast is to spread as much empathy as possible and um, share our tips to live our best, most meaningful lives. So thank you so much for being here. Um, super excited about this episode, just like I am with basically every episode. But I need to say something right off the bat. Um, because I always promise that, you know, I'm going to be super honest with you guys on this podcast. I need to be vulnerable. I am hella tired, like really tired. And you could probably tell by the fact that I am in my bed. I will probably go straight to bed after this podcast episode. I'm probably not going to edit it tonight or anything. Um, I'm just really tired. And I'm the kind of tired where it's not like I feel burnt out or just kind of like overwhelmed. It's the kind of tired where, you know, that accomplished tired where you're like, man, like I did a lot of stuff this week. Like I, I did a lot of things and you know, like I'm going to sleep really well tonight, I think. Um, and, but I just had to say that I'm, I'm really tired. And one of the reasons that I'm really tired is I've been using my creative brain um, excessively, um, in the last two weeks, uh, lots of projects, lots of projects starting. And I think that, I think why I feel so tired is because I'm so ridiculously passionate and excited about all of the projects that I'm working on. And so it's like, usually like sometimes I'll just work on one project and then it's like more interesting than another project. And I'm just like the other project. I'm like, ah, okay, cool. Like whatever. But right now I'm working on like a ton of super interesting projects and I just have like the best clients. Like I, I just, I'm just so grateful for my clients. And, um, this episode, you know, this is a good segue because this episode is all about Jomo, which is the joy of missing out, um, which is you know, the opposite of FOMO, the fear of missing out. And I'm talking about my, um, my clients because yesterday was Valentine's day and I just felt so full. I feel like there's just so much love in my life. Um, clients included, like clients included, friends included, um, you know, like family, everyone, all of my loved ones, there's just so much love. And I felt it so strongly yesterday. Um, on Valentine's Day. And um, I think that we could use Jomo, which is 
the joy of missing out. Um, and we could practice this to recognize how much love we actually have in our lives. And, you know, take a moment and express some gratitude for the good things that we have in our lives, which I think that we don't make enough time for um, on a daily basis. And, you know, so that's what this episode is going to be about. Like we hear about FOMO all the time, right? Like we're, we're, we're scared of missing out on events. We're scared of missing out on things on the next best, greatest technological thing that we want to buy. Um, and I really want us in this episode, I want us to talk about JOMO and I want us to find the joy in missing out on shit (laughs) because it's nice sometimes to miss out on things and there's something really beautiful that happens. You start to take things a little bit less for granted and you start to realize that you actually have a lot in your life. Um, and that's, that's at least what I feel like today. I'm, I'm, I'm ridiculously tired and I'm just, you know, very sleepy, but man, do I feel like there's a lot of love in my life. Um, and I feel so full and I, you know what? I don't, I'm not really scared of missing out right now. I feel like just living right now in the moment presently, so many beautiful things, um, that I could recognize in my own life. So I know, right? Like so ridiculously positive, Christina, like why, why are you so positive and happy? I have my moments. Okay. But, um, I, I just think that, um, I had a great day yesterday and, um, just sometimes like taking a step back and realizing how much love you have in your life is a pretty wonderful thing. So yes, hopefully by the end of this episode, uh, you will know how to incorporate the joy of missing out, um, into your life and start getting rid of that FOMO. Stop having that FOMO. You know what I'm saying? Like enough is enough, you know? Um, so as I mentioned yesterday was Valentine's day. Um, I'm, freaking tired. I, I still don't know if I'm swearing on, I think I already swore on this podcast. I'm effing tired. I'm effing tired. Um, and this is why for all of you YouTube listeners, uh, I'm in my bedroom right now and I'm on my bed because I'm just going to go to bed, like probably right after this. Um, and it's cozy and there's pillows and it's nice, you know? Um, and I feel just tired, but accomplished And I really want us in this episode to take the opportunity of Valentine's Day and use Jomo to our advantage and stop comparing and needing something new all the time. Um, I think that it's so easy to fall into FOMO these days. You know what I'm saying? It's like we live in a society where FOMO is just probably the most readily accessible thing to us. Um, Everything encourages FOMO. You know, it's like there's always a better thing that you could buy. There's always better food you can eat. There's always a better car you can drive. There's always a better person you could date. There's always a better job you can have. There's always something better, right? Um, And what that does is it just like fills our lives, just fills, fills, fills our lives. It's like we get something, but we never actually take the time to appreciate what we actually do have. It's like, we get this one thing and then we're like, okay, cool. It's nice for like a couple of seconds, but then it's like, oh, what about like the next thing? And what about the next thing? And what about the next thing? And what about the next thing? And as a minimalist, you guys know that what that does is it creates a shit ton of clutter in your life, (laughs) whether that be physical belongings or, uh, you know, metaphorical belongings or, you know, mental real estate, um, let's say. 
And that's what FOMO is, right? It's like, it, it just, it, it generates so much crap. You know, you just get so much crap and you just have this constant fear that if you don't have this crap, then it's like your life isn't going to be good. And it's like the only way for your life to be good is just to have more crap and add more crap in your life and just nonstop, right? Just constantly adding stuff in your life. And the beautiful thing about Jomo is that you kind of stop and you appreciate missing out on things. Like, when do we ever take a moment and we're like, oh, we decided not to go to this event and I'm happy because of it. Like, I'm just, I'm so happy and fulfilled that I decided not to go to this thing. I'm so happy and fulfilled that I decided not to buy this extra thing in my life right now. Um, and so uh, I'm going to read you guys uh, the the poem, like where basically Joan Ashley stems from. And it's from this Australian poet called Michael Looney, and I'm going to read it to you guys, okay? So you can feel it in your bones, okay? Oh, the joy of missing out, when the world begins to shout and rush towards that shining thing, the latest bit of mental bling, trying to have it, see it, do it, you simply know you won't go through it. The anxious clamoring and need, the restless hungry thing to feed, Instead, you feel the loveliness, the pleasure of your emptiness. You spurn the treasure on the shelf in favor of your peaceful self. Without regret, without a doubt, oh, the joy of missing out. Isn't that beautiful? Isn't that absolutely beautiful? I mean, wow. I think the best part of that poem is instead you feel the loveliness, the pleasure of your emptiness. Like, it's kind of like when you walk into a room and there's no clutter and everything is just, you know how like things breathe, how objects breathe and there's just like this sense of airiness. That's what I feel like Jomo is. It's that kind of airiness, that joy, that like loveliness of feeling like you said no to something or you de- you actively decided that you weren't going to do something or that you weren't going to add. And it's like, there's this space. It's breathing. There's airiness. Um, I think that's a beautiful poem. Um, and so, you know, you don't want to do that extra work thing or you don't want to go to that event or you don't want to go to that date or you don't want the next newest best car which has all the freaking gadgets that you could possibly imagine um there really is a beautiful emptiness that in the space of time that happens when we stop filling up our lives with a bunch of stuff um and i you know we always want something new because we're scared of missing out i think that when we start to incorporate Jomo a little bit in our lives and we start to, by process of elimination, um, say no to the things that just don't serve us and, and do that with pride and with joy. Um, listen to our bodies um, because a lot of the time they tell us what we actually need and we tend to not listen. Um, and so talking about that, my back hurts sitting on my bed right now. Um, To be honest, I don't know how much of this episode is going to make sense. But you know what? You guys are so loyal just listening to me every week. Um, I I really am trying. Like, 
I'm at like 70% capacity. Like usually I'm a lot more um, fluid with the words. <laughs> I'm not as strong today, I don't think. But you know what? I'm giving it my best. And at the end of the day, it is what it is. Um, and, uh, you know, I have a point. I hope I hope you guys are seeing my point. <laughs> um, I also kind of want to talk about this. And this is something that I think it kind of goes hand in hand with the topic of FOMO and JOMO. The abundance versus scarcity mindset. I think that FOMO is living in the serious scarcity mindset. And I think that JOMO is living in the abundance mindset. When we start thinking that life has more than enough to give us, whether that's more than enough love, more than enough friendship, more than enough opportunity, more than enough things. Um, when life has more than enough to give, we don't have to be scared that there isn't any. And I think that the scarcity mindset, it's very easy to, to, to fall into FOMO because with the scarcity mindset, um, you feel like it's like you have to race to get that next best thing because it might not be there when you when you go get it, right? Um, it's like there may not be that many people left uh, to become friends with. Or it's like, oh my God, I'm going to settle for something because it's like there's not that much out there that I can actually get. And um, I think that it really goes hand in hand um, with the FOMO and the JOMO um, terms that we're talking about. I think that being in a scarcity mindset is just constantly living in survival mode. You know, like survival mode where you're just kind of going through the motions. Um, there's just like you kind of you're like scrapping for things like the, the bare minimum because you just think that nothing else is coming. Whereas like if you just live with an abundance mindset, it's like you get to like Tetris, basically build the life that you want because whatever you want, you can have it whatever you want, you can have it. Um, and you know, it's like people have to work hard, you know, and I'm not saying that you, that opportunity is just going to be thrown your way, but it's like you put in the work, the opportunity will come, you know, it's like, there's, there's like, well, like at this point, like 8 billion people on this earth. It's like, that's a lot of people. That's a lot of people. You know, it's like when we think of, of how much abundance of things, that there are in the earth it's like let's stop acting or let's stop pretending that it's like shit scarce because it's not it's not and it's like it's really adding to this like FOMO mentality um and so I actually one of my colleagues uh shared this exercise um this kind of like leadership team building um looking inwards kind of exercise and it's it's called the eco cycle and I thought that this was like so mind blowing for me um, in terms of understanding kind of like the difference um, between FOMO and JOMO and just kind of realizing where all of my energy is going to. And it was done in a way because I, I by doing this exercise, by doing this exercise, I realized that I was um, a large majority of, of things were in FOMO. And so you have the gestation phase, 
Okay, so we're talking about the eco cycle, right? You have the gestation phase, which is like planting seeds. Okay. And then you have the birth phase, which is tending to the seeds and tending to this like new plant that's being grown. And then you have the maturity phase, which is when that, you know, plant is like being harvested and it's gone to its maturity. And then you have creative destruction, which is like, you know, plowing and, and removing the plant and making way for a new plant to grow. And in between these phases, you have, okay, so between gestation, which is planting seeds and birth, you have the poverty trap, right? So you plant the seed, but you don't tend to it. So it never grows. Okay. So you have the poverty trap. Then between the maturity and the creative destruction phase, you have the rigidity trap, which is basically the unwillingness to accept that something has gone to a maturity phase and that it's time to let it go. Right. Um, and the only way to go back to gestation and start, you know, planting some more seeds is to go through this process of renewal through the creative destruction phase, which is when, you know, you, you plow and you make way for another plant to grow. And doing this exercise, like really helped me understand that I was kind of living in FOMO a little bit because believe it or not, most of my life is in the maturity phase. And I didn't, I didn't really realize this um, because I just, I, I give a lot of my energy to my work. I give a lot of like my, like, I feel like what really lights me up is my work and like being creative and just constantly making stuff. But everything that I've kind of wanted to accomplish in that sphere, I do feel like I did. Um, you know, I like I have my business and I, you know, I put a lot of energy into that. A lot of my creative projects, I've kind of experimented in general with a lot of creative projects and even like health wise, you know, I mentioned uh, earlier on the podcast um, in one of the first episodes that, you know, I really uh, health became a very big priority for me. This was like back in almost like, well, at this point, 11 years ago. Um, I really made a vow to myself to once I lost a lot of weight that I was going to be like really healthy and that I was going to take, you know, um, my health, my cardiovascular exercises, my musculation exercises, all of that. I was going to take it seriously. And like, it was a prescription for life, you know, and that has gone to like a maturity phase as well. Like it's things that I just put into practice, but what was really kind of eye opening for me with this exercise is that. I'm still giving a ridiculous amount of energy to what's already in the maturity phase. Um, and surprising, like most surprising of all, was there was nothing in the creative destruction phase. Like, like nothing that I'm like, yeah, I'm going to let it go. You know, like why, why am I going to let it go? You know, like there's nothing to let go. Um, and the thing is about, this eco cycle is that it's you, you only go through this process of renewal when you let something go when it goes into the the creative destruction right and so i had a few little things in the gestation phase right um kind of wondering why they just never like started growing i don't think that i've been tending enough to them and one of these things is like you know reconnecting with nature i feel like i there's something really profound when I'm in nature. I, I go through this very like, um, retrospective process where I really reflect on my life and, um, 
nature is probably like the best spot where I do that. And I feel like I really have not kind of like made enough of an effort to reconnect with nature. And I feel like that's just constantly in the gestation phase. Like it's just never growing and it's just, you know, also like making profound and meaningful connections. And I, and I feel like I have a lot of profound and meaningful, meaningful connections in my life already, but it's like thinking about my future and like where I want to go and kind of like, you know, trying to build my life with someone and like maybe getting married one day and maybe having a family one day. And those are things that just kind of like, like I know that it's things I want to do and I'm like sort of planting the seeds for them, but I just don't tend to it. And it's like, I don't actually make the effort to try and get there. Um, and so doing this exercise was like pretty amazing, like very, very eye opening. Um, and I think that you guys can also use it as a means to kind of like really put into practice joy of missing out because it's almost as if like creative destruction is in its, in its own way, like joy of missing out. You know, it's like letting it go, like saying no, letting it go and making way for new and better things and like, like that renewal process. And so, yeah, I just, you know, I did that exercise and then I thought of Jomo and I thought like it just, everything connects. It just made so much sense. Um, and so I think that we kind of need to pull out a little bit of that scarcity mindset a FOMO and one of the ways is that you know you could do this exercise and and see where it takes you you know um I don't know how much of this episode made sense I'm so tired I'm definitely gonna go to bed um and I really do hope in a way that you know uh, there was some wisdom hopefully that could be taken away from this episode um and help you step a little bit outside of the FOMO space and into the JOMO space. Um, again, you know, this topic always connects to minimalism, which is one of my favorite subjects of all time, uh, you know, by process of elimination, getting rid of the things that don't serve you and just adding the things that do serve you or just continuing the things that do serve you. So um, this Valentine's Day or Valentine's week or Valentine's year or whatever you want to you want to use in terms of Valentine's Day, um, I encourage you to try to witness the love that you have in your life um, because there's lots of it. There is lots of love. Like just a couple of days ago, I went for a walk and I was just walking by the school in the city and all of the, like I went for a walk at like almost like 7 a.m. It was really early and I walked by, by the school and just, I saw all of these kids being dropped off for school. Um, and, you know, in Laval uh, recently, there was an absolutely horrendous tragedy that happened where a bus rammed into a daycare, um, killing two kids. Um, it was absolutely traumatizing for... Um, basically everybody like from the city to basically the country we kind of were all in shock um and taking this walk and seeing um these kids go to school um and the joy and the innocence in their lives um was profound especially after finding out these dudes and that's love right there it's like i don't know like you don't have to know people um, 
or things that you're seeing to witness love in your life. It's everywhere. It's everywhere. And I think that it's like, if there's one thing that you could take away from this episode is that like stepping out of the FOMO mentality and the scarcity mindset allows us to start witnessing that kind of love and start witnessing the kind of amazing things that actually happen in our lives every single day. Um, And so this Valentine's year, decade, era, (laughs) I encourage you to start witnessing some of the love that you have in your life. I feel a lot of love. I feel a lot of love with this podcast. I feel a lot of love with my family. I feel a lot of, of love with my friends, with all of my work besties, with all of, you know, my other badass female entrepreneurs around me that, you know, just, we just kind of engage and share in all of our stuff. Um, talking about that, um, y'all need to tune in to the Anxious Millennial Podcast by the one and only Alexandra Vincelli. Um, I am going to actually be on her podcast um, very soon. Um, she <laughs> She's like a leader, um, a coach, someone who has probably like the most empathetic and understanding voice I've ever heard. <laughs> um, and she was uh, very instrumental in actually um, influencing me to start my own podcast. Uh, I just saw how much, you know, courage uh, she had to publish her podcast. And she's, you know, an introvert and she has anxiety and she just did it. And um, seeing that was just absolutely um, so encouraging to me. And um, I just encourage you to go watch, uh, to go listen to the Anxious Millennial podcast, like really on point. Um, and, uh, my last episode, I was like, Hey guys, like subscribe to my YouTube channel. You guys subscribed. Thank you. I'm going to say it again. Hey, subscribe to my YouTube channel. Wow. Um, subscribe to all of you. Did I just say that with the Texas accent? Subscribe. A Southern accent. Subscribe to... Uh, all of the podcast apps as well. That would be awesome. You can find me at Say Your Thing everywhere except for TikTok where I am at Say Your Thing Podcast. So you can follow me at Say Your Thing on Instagram, on Anchor, on Spotify, on YouTube, on all of the wonderful places, on Linktree, but on TikTok until February 19th, which is when I'm able to change my username again. I am at Say Your Thing Podcast. Um, Who knows if I'm going to publish this. I feel like this was a serious rant. (laughs) I don't know which direction. You know what? I promised you guys that I would be very vulnerable and honest. And this is literally, this is me on a Wednesday night, exhausted as hell, tired, but trying to maintain my composure. Um, Have a great week, guys. Um, Hopefully, you guys can take something away from this episode. Love you, and um, I will see you guys next week. Ciao.